0: I had Gretchen um redo my my pony cuz it had come apart when I with when I put my helmet on. Mm-hmm. And so she like wrapped it up super tight. So it's like very man bunish right now.
1: Yeah,
2: pretty sweet. You're Steven Seagal.
0: Actually, more like the uh that uh, that one guy off of uh, Cobra Kai or the old uh Greg Right, kids. Terry yeah. uh Terry Silva. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that was Steven Seagal. No, it's like it's like when uh, when Terry when Terry turns back into his old self, like he like the 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 last season, the first couple episodes, he was trying to be a nice person. He was trying to reason with with Daniel, and then Daniel's like, you know, no, you're a bad dude or whatever. He's still setting his ways of thinking that everybody's evil, and then and then Terry walks out and he goes, "We're gonna crush that guy," and then he puts his puts his hair back in his pony again, and he turned into the original. I can't wait for that show to come out.
1: I
2: watched it. Like this is pretty much Cobra Kai. Like like hey or like kids in the lunchroom new kid hey can i sit here no do you want to fight about it and that's it like that's the whole show <laughs> like no let's fight about it <laughs> that's that's the entire show it's a
0: fairly the, la- the the first couple seasons have been fairly simple as far as plot goes and you, and you kept getting my problem my problem with like season 2 was like i thought it was pretty cool that um like johnny and daniel were actually becoming sort of friends and learn, like learning that they have the same interests and stuff. And they could actually be like pals. And then they just sort of like completely. Um, then he just, he just flips on them and they, they fight again. You're just like, dude, like, come on.
2: They're like, but we, we should fight about it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I still like that show. I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
2: I watched the first season of Cobra Kai and I watched all three karate kids. Cause I'd never seen them.
0: Can we agree that Daniel has been the bad guy all along? Yeah, he's, he's kind of a douche. He's kind of a douche. What do you do? If you go back and watch the first movie, he, he basically, he basically instigated most of the fights. Oh yeah. Like you're supposed to, he's supposed to come off sympathetic and I remember it being sympathetic, but then, but then you go back and you watch it again you're like, well, I mean, he did kind of throw the first punch. Yeah. You know, Mm. like all Johnny wanted to do was was talk to his ex-girlfriend. That's it. You know? Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. That's just there's a whole bunch of YouTube stuff out there. Daniel's a dick. Daniel's a dick. It's kind of like. A, is it kind of
2: like? Oh, oh, are you gonna say what I'm gonna say? Wait, all right, it,
0: all right. It's it, 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 count of three. One, two, three.
2: Zach Morris. Jar Jar Binks is
0: the. Uh, Jar I thought I boy. thought he was gonna do Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> 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 I did just watch a new uh, a new. Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord thing last night. It came out, it was like nine hours old, but the, but the actual video was just a recap of all the stuff that all the other YouTubers are saying. So I think it was just somebody trying to, you know, do something on it. So Will is on a new computer, not new. Will's usually using his phone for the live stream and yeah. then, or for the podcast, but then uh, you explain it.
1: Well,
2: I got this really sweet deal at uh, at the Electronics Goodwill on this Windows 98 computer, and uh, it's kind of a big, bulky piece of equipment. They sold it with a whole bunch of America Online discs, too, so hopefully I don't run out of minutes. Yeah, so I've been plugging them in here as as we go. It's actually the old scoring computer from Blinken. I found it at the Electronics Goodwill. <laughs> so, but it's still working, and it has auto, uh, auto score on it, so it doesn't even have the Scoring Pro on it.
0: <laughs> auto AutoScore. <laughs> I wonder if AutoScore is still around. can't imagine it being around.
2: I think it still works. Yeah. If you have it. I mean, this one still does. I'm going to start my own. I'm going to do my own RC track
1: in my basement with AutoScore.
0: <laughs> <sighs> did you see my Facebook post? Before we get into anything else, did you see my Facebook post? I, I, I was pretty emotional yesterday. so I. Well, uh, what? About somebody was like saying that that I had sprayed molasses on the track.
2: Oh, did you find out who it was?
0: No, I still haven't found out who it was. I don't really care. I just between, between hearing that secondhand, you know, from another, from a third party saying, Hey, you know, I heard I'm being told that you did this. And it's like, Mm -hmm. and then the, at the INS race, like another person came up and said, Hey, are you going to keep doing the track this way? Or, uh, or are you going to change it? Cause I was told that you change it a lot. But and that was third party. It's like who's telling you that? I don't change. Like I'm so set in my ways. I I don't. It takes a yeah, lot. Yeah, you can't
2: even get Alex to the breathe on the track in the in the wrong at the wrong time. You know.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I was like, I had to. I had to finally say something because I don't. I don't know who it was. I don't care. I just like, dude. Nobody's putting molasses on the track. A. Could you imagine how expensive that would be? Hmm. Our track is 150 by 75. To just to, to find enough molasses. To spray it definitely have to be watered down. Yeah, you're like, are you kidding me? And then, and then the other part would be sugar. Yeah, and either and both of those, what will happen? And I tried this back. Remember in 2012 and 13, where all these sugar tracks, outdoor sugar tracks, started popping up. Yes. And I was like, well, I could try that. So I, I, I like, uh, I took a like a 10 by 10 foot square of our track, and I, I sprayed it with sugar just to see what it would do, and it did. That specific corner of the track did, um, did actually pick up some grip, but then three days later, on a, I remember on a Tuesday, I walked in and I was like, "What in the hell is that smell? Did something die in here?" Because it smelled, mm-hmm. like, it smelled like death. It smelled like some like a rotten corpse. And yeah,
2: because uh, I mean, it's rotting sugar.
0: Yeah, it's it's organic. It's rotting organic material. So never again. Never would I do that again on an indoor track. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, sorry, whoever you are, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Quit talking out of your butt or, uh, or, uh, what's that? So it's the South Park episode that I used to picture. Putting food
2: in your butt and pooping out your mouth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the Catholic priest was like, pretty soon you guys are just have nothing but a bunch of shit coming out of your mouth. And then Randy's Mm -hmm. like, Randy's standing like, what? (laughs) <laughs> so he's got the little thing next to him. And he goes, Bleh. Yeah. Bleh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so tomorrow, put oh, that to rest. Yeah, so no, t- no sugar, yeah. no molasses, nothing changed. I, it's called VP stay wet. I put it down between before every summer series race. Hey, uh holy crap. Uh we've been talking for a little bit. Uh this is Alex Sturgeon, yeah. manager and race director of the uh, Hobbytown Hobbyplex in Omaha, Nebraska. And with me as always Will Brinton. On his uh computer that's molded out of potatoes. Yeah.
2: Yep. And, we it's, using, fry it together. It's,
0: and it's using AOL uh to uh to broadcast.
2: Yep. it's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah.
0: Uh, we're going to talk about everything, mostly Hobbyplex today, because we just had our summer series, and um, want to get over that. If you got a comment or question for us, you can leave it in there. We'll get you at the end. If, uh, if you don't want to wait, you can drop a super chat, and we'll interrupt everything to answer your question. Super chat. But if you're willing to be patient, then uh, yeah, we'll go to the end.
2: They should call them superb chats.
0: Superb chats. I like that. This show, as always, brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show to uh, Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, who we'll talk about later, and you can get a $500 letter credit or .125 off your interest rate. And I didn't screw that up this time. At least I don't think I did. I'm still not fully recovered from the weekend. I didn't do anything yesterday. Well, I did do some stuff yesterday. I rearranged my whole room again. I started at 3... Three o'clock, and I finished at one thirty a.m.
2: That's nice. I slept way too late and didn't do
0: anything. Yeah, that's what I did today.
2: We've been watching season two of The Boys. Have you ever heard of The Boys?
0: I need to go watch that. Everybody's been telling me to watch dude. it, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go watch it.
2: Dude, Rich, have you watched
0: it? Dude, dude,
2: dude. <laughs> Are you watching The Boys? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, I gotta go were- back. that show. No, flipping amazing. I gotta. Watch oh my god. It's
2: everything like, you know how I always talk about how I like Batman because it's like dark and it seems like it could happen. Same with the Watchmen. Like it's dark and it seems like, like they have real life scenarios. It's not like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's not like a PG thirteen. PG 13. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's not like one of those, like
0: the boys, it's everything you want. And the absolute best villain ever conceived. Oh yeah. well, now I gotta watch it because now I feel like I'm missing out.
2: Yeah, and the good thing is, is there's two seasons now, so you get to watch first season and get rolled right into the second season without having to rewatch the first season. Isn't that the best? Like I've been waiting to watch Better Call Saul until the se- series is over, so I just watch them. Like, <laughs> screw you guys! I'm watching them all at once. I don't have to wait.
0: I've been uh, I've been ruining myself because I'm I'm watching the um the f- the episode recaps on YouTube. Like one one of my favorite one of my favorites on here is, is called uh Heavily Heavy Spoilers. And uh he does a lot of he'll do uh Star Wars stuff, um, but he's also doing breaking bad stuff. And uh um so anytime a new episode comes out, he's got a video up within like ten minutes. So um I uh I've been watching it. I I'm gonna know what's what's happening, but I'll I'll watch, I'll actually watch the season when it comes to Netflix. Mm-hmm. So
1: Yeah. I wanna
2: I wanna make it, you know like the spike T V like Sunday morning truck shows? Like you know I'm taught you probably never watched him. I used to watch him. It's like some guy that never gets dirty, like building a truck. Like they go to the commercial break and these guys come in and like build the whole thing. Oh it was one of those. Like I on vaguely like, remember that. Yeah. Anyway, as a kid I used to watch those and be like, mm-hmm, you're doing it, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But I wanna make one of those shows and call it fix good. <laughs> like that's like the opposite of breaking bad, fixin' good. <laughs> then you would be like, We're gonna fix
1: it good. <laughs> that
0: not funny <laughs> i'm dead today so just, just nothing's funny dead. to me it's not well especially that
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i gotta watch the new south park too uh you, you, you oh yeah you do you
1: watch i that.
2: tried to watch this it the other day game. in my
0: room and it didn't uh, didn't come up so i was like it kept on uh, giving an error which paramount plus sucks for that anyways Oh, you mean there's
2: too many streaming services?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Wicked Weekend was this, was this uh, last weekend as well. Another one of the race time entertainment um, uh, arena races. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch any of it just because uh, obviously Saturday, Friday and Saturday we were busy with our stuff. And then Sunday was just kind of like a, a brain dead day for me as I recovered from the big day. But yep. uh, I did see Mason Fuller got third in pro nitro buggy. Pretty cool. I think Caden also made the main. I think he was like 13th. And then uh I know Mason did good in eBuggy as well. I think he was a top ten. And the usual suspects, Jared, the two Jared's Wiggins and uh, Tebow. Mm-hmm. Like they did okay. But uh I'm pretty sure Mayfield won, didn't he?
2: Yes. He won in both? I know he won Buggy.
0: Yeah, so it was it was Mayfield and Lutz. They're on the same lap. They only finished six seconds apart, and then they had a lap over Mason. Um, then Cole, Joe, Jared Jared Wiggins, Spencer, Eckert, Brandon Rose, Tater was in there, Spencer Rivkin, Ryan Cavalry Caden Fuller, um, Little Bump, uh, Camden, and Dakota Fend. Looks like he broke out at seven and a half minutes. Yeah. No testament at that one. They probably need a race off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Did you see how many entries there are at this Hoosier race?
2: No, it's kind of kind of disappointing. I, I'm not going to be there. I don't want
0: to depress you. Um, yeah, but I do want to. I I do want to build up some hype to this. Let me get to it real quick because this is to me this is this is pretty cool. So, um, I was not going to go. Like I was, I was dead set on doing ours, um, the spring race, and then the last one because I felt that that was a good three to go to. Time wise. You know, I don't I don't like racing elsewhere when we're about to transition to carpet and all that stuff. It kinda it's gonna it's gonna put pressure on me to get everything right, you know, for the uh um for carpet season, which is why I, I actually scheduled an extra week where it's not a points, it's not part of the syndicate. It'll just be like a warm up for us. Mm-hmm. But you know, once I kinda figured out if I could go or not, um check this out. So there are 42 40 plus mod buggies. Wow. Uh, who did I see in there? Brian Mello is going to be there, but then, uh, just some names that stand out to me Paul Chicarello, um, Brent Telke, Chris Dosick. Yeah, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. He's like a previous, I think, 12 scale world champion
2: that or eight scale on road. I can't remember Could which one, both
0: actually. Yeah, um. Uh Jim Bronson, isn't he one of the guys that came to ours last year at the winter one? Could be. Uh Frank Presti, Presta Giacomo. Uh Brian Dunbar, Alan Horn, obviously those two. Uh Mac will be there, of course. Fasty's gonna be there. Um, I think they're all paid up. And then yeah, that's whew, that's a lot of entries for 40 plus. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be crazy. Um I'm uh it's gonna be tough too, because you got Brent there, Paul. I mean those all those yeah. guys are no slouches when it comes to anything, really. And then uh where's thirteen five four wheel drive? There are right now, because they have they gotta do their own purge, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I I I'm not sure how full this is really gonna be, but there's sixty-five thirteen five four wheel drive signed up right now. <laughs> That's
2: a lot. That's nuts. How how many uh, trucks are there?
0: There are forty
2: two. Man, so more than we got.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But see, they're they're cut off three hundred and fifty. Ours was I put ours at three hundred or one hundred and forty five people. I'm just I'm always afraid of having it too close, where it runs out of pit space, because you're inevitably going to get those guys that show up mm-hmm. without without even signing up online and you're like, Hey, what have we signed up? And you're like, dude, it was like closed like three weeks ago. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, that didn't actually happen this time. Although there was one guy that, that like got plane tickets and hotel, but didn't actually sign up. And Jason had to get me to put him in. No, really? Yeah. I'm not going to say who it was. Nobody's nobody needs to know, but still it's, it's just one of those things. Where you're like, dude, why do you, how, why would you, why would you get all your stuff and then not sign up for the race? yeah you know um but even mod buggy is uh is pretty crazy um forty one i mean that's yeah that's a lot that's pretty good it's gonna be fun I think it's gonna be fun because um anytime you can go to a race where you don't have to do anything, like when we went to adrenaline, I just got to hang out in the pits, be a regular person, you know. And I do think I race better that way. Oh, I think you do too. Cause I have time to actually, you know, change something or make a decision or, or work on something. Mm-hmm. So, but that's gonna be pretty fun. Uh, that's at the end of September. Um, I think, uh, um, I think there's a pretty good local crowd. I know TJ signed up. Um, I think Dalton Conrad signed up. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Fleming, uh, is another one that I saw in there. Um, that's going. Then you got me, David, the Vanderbeeks. <laughs> Who am I missing? Thought there was more than that. Oh well. Nobody uh, nobody I can think of. But there's gonna be this cool kind of hobbyplex table. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's gonna be fun. Sorry you can't go. Yeah. You're
3: going to me Phoenix too. though?
0: Yeah. Just think the end game is Phoenix in December.
2: Yeah, I just hope it all works out for me.
0: I hope it's like negative twenty here that week.
2: Yeah, we'll be this one sh- went truck. We'll be in shorts. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean?
0: You know, I I think uh, I think you you need to not think about it. I think I think you overthink stuff sometimes. Sometimes, all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you need to you need to not like you know not think about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Think about it when the race comes, but then, but don't think about it right now.
1: Yeah. What's new?
0: Uh, there were some new uh, shock shaft pliers from Team Associated today.
2: Oh yeah, I was gonna bring that up. Rhea? Yeah, there's some new shock shaft pliers from Team Associated coming
0: out. What's uh What's different between Team Associated shock shaft pliers and everybody else's shock shaft pliers?
2: They say factory team on them. Oh. That's nice uh what else oh you know you,
0: you know who's got really good shock shaft pliers is hobbytown yeah, you can get them from buyer's club and they've got like everything you would need on there
2: they have like the what is it the the holes do what is it this one will hold uh, holds holds uh turnbuckles uh what is it also do large clamp Oh, for it, you can hold your shock body in it and break the cap loose. I don't know if that one from Buyers Club does that, but this one does.
0: Oh, yeah, probably not made specifically for uh, associated shocks. Oh, oh, there was the straight line showdown this weekend, too. And I got to watch a few passes. I saw uh, Bob Hamilton's wife, Marnie, make a pass in, in the DR10 stock class, and she won mm-hmm. barely. Oh, really? Yeah. She drifted over but it was after the line so um so she she was past the the end when that happened um but i don't think she won the whole thing cuz i think i'm looking at that right now the scoring's a little weird on the live rc uh
2: oh for the thing
0: i wouldn't say weird it's just it's just different it's totally different than what we're used to cuz it's it's there's no, there's no mains or anything it's just straight up races it's
2: just different it's totally different than I can pull the chat. I can pull YouTube up now on my phone. Oh
0: yeah, that's what I do on here with ours. Uh, yeah, with my laptop. See, look, listen. I can pull the chat. I can pull the YouTube
1: up now on my phone. Oh yeah, that's what I
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-two miles an hour for the win for In Outlaw. In Outlaw. I think they were doing. I'm pretty sure they were doing one fives. I mean, that's that's. Insane. One,
2: 1. 1.5 seconds. Yes. Holy cow.: Yeah,
0: time elapsed. 1.54, <laughs> 92.1 miles an hour for Lindsay Murphy. She's the one who won the whole thing. She beat Frank Ulbrich. Frank Ulbrick's one of the big names um, out there. But dude, to put that in perspective, uh, the last time I drag race was last year um, with my dr 10 but I mean, I was getting 2.3s. like I couldn't even break 2.00. But nobody else could either there they were I think the faster guys were doing two ones on that on that surface, but still that's insane fast i mean that's that's really fast, and they got down to those speeds quick. Because I remember uh the Tulsa super chip thing uh a year ago, you know a different surface obviously but but they were doing like one sevens one eights I think for the for the for the guy who won mm-hmm. but one five is just crazy how fast that is.
2: Yeah, looking at the YouTube of my... Well, no, it's pretty terrible. The video quality. The camera oh. quality. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the worst. We just got to get you a
0: live stream <laughs> camera. That's all. I, I, I actually might have one somewhere. Really? Yeah, because like what I would do uh, for after hours, which I'm going to try to start doing after hours again now that i rearranged my room a little bit. Happy flex. After Hours with Alex Sturgeon. But I have a, I got a mic that's separate, plugs into USB, and then I've got, um, before I would use my Logitech webcam, and it was okay. It was better than, than the, the, uh, the laptop camera. But then now I've got my fancy um, Sony that I use, so it's got really good resolution and stuff. And you, but you have to get a, like this um, gaming um, decoder thing to, to stream the video the right way. So, but if mm-hmm. you just get a web, if we just get a webcam for you, it probably work out just fine. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Probably. Yeah.
2: It's like, it's like looking into the past because the, <laughs> the, the, uh, phone's delayed. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. Yep.
2: I've never experienced that before. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I should totally get it. Uh, can you use a, uh, a GoPro? Been looking for an excuse to buy a GoPro.
0: I, Richard, are you available? What's our, your experience with GoPro? Wasn't very good, right? It was weird. Not a fan. Yeah, mm. I it's I think it was uh difficult to make it work as a live stream camera.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll
2: uh I'll figure something out. I guess just let me know what I gotta get.
0: You can spend it in, a, in an incredible less amount of money. Just getting a uh, webcam, a webcam. Yeah, and you're going to spend like you know six, seven hundred bucks on a uh, on a GoPro. That's not even necessary. Yeah, you get a good webcam for like you know hundred bucks. Yep, hundred dollars. Yeah, that's about right for a good yeah. one, for a decent one, anyways.
2: I get like a cheap one. It's the same camera. Like it's like, it's like terrible.
1: It's like this one.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, when the after hours thing, I went from using the the, the camera on my laptop to mm-hmm. the Logitech uh, webcam that I was using at the track, but it had gotten kind of scratched up, and it got this haze over it, so it never really looked right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, uh, to the point where I ended up actually I kept using my laptop cam- camera instead, and then I finally got that uh, that good Sony camera for, for all my YouTube videos when I'm doing like um, longer videos, like like we did the adrenaline race. But like I said, you don't need that. I don't think you need that. That's an a6300 with all the stuff to make it work is kind of a lot of money. Yeah. I used Biden bucks for that one.
2: I did get some, but my wife took them all—all <laughs> Only Biden bucks.
0: <laughs> my wife did too. We just put ours away.
2: I don't know what we did with ours. Probably spent it on bubble gum.
0: I bought like $300 worth of rock for my backyard rock course with Biden bucks too.
1: And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah.
0: This is a Pivot Lending Update Dave David Olson and Don
3: Zoller. Get some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending, and with me today is... Don Zoller. And we just wanted to give everybody uh, listening the backstory on Pivot Lending and maybe what separates us from our competitors in the marketplace. Uh, pivot Lending, uh, we're going on our 20th year, and we're a mortgage banking company. We're different in a few ways that... We have divisions of subservicing, divisions of third-party origination. We have a marketing team in one division. We also have business development. We work business to business, whether it's with a community bank or a credit union. We also uh, work the retail side of the spectrum. So we're working with a lot of realtors. We're working with a lot of builders. There's a number of different ways that our organization has diversified, as opposed to a standard mortgage banking company that's just generating a mortgage to the market and to sell it or potentially service it. We internally underwrite all of our loans in-house. We have five underwriters. We're big enough to play in the larger spaces, but small enough to be a boutique operation. We've got about 100 employees right now we are in California, Arizona. We have offices also in Wichita. We're in Kansas City, Omaha, Colorado. Inside Colorado, we're in Denver, Boulder, and opening up in Colorado Springs. We're kind of excited and growing. We're moving into the uh, New England market uh, with a a big partnership that also is a mortgage service provider to 234 different credit unions in the New England states. So uh, a lot of things happening and um, having Don locally is, is, a, is a huge advantage for everybody in the RC community. I know that uh, not only myself, but the owner of the company, Brian Ottaviano, he's a hobby fan. He flew uh, quite a few remote control airplanes and loves that piece of it. He also follows Aiden, my son's racing and so it's, it's, it's great to be able to weave in the hobby in, into what we're doing and to be able to get back to the hobby because of the, the things it represents, I think are similar to things that we represent. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Lindy Lending, NMLS
0: 109995. We
1: return you now to your regularly scheduled program.
2: Summer Series.
0: We better get to the Summer Series before we bore these Oh, guys yeah,
2: we got it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 That's funny.
0: Anyway. Uh, all right. So we had, we had 201 entries. We had 100 people uh, signed up to race. Nice. And I, I, I thought for sure that now that the INS was over, that we were going to sort of drop off a little bit. And on, on Friday, it kind of looked that way. But then, nope, right back to where we were. And we were actually missing some people. Like, uh, I saw uh, some just off the top of my head. The Nemex weren't there to race Plexpec And Independent, uh, Jerry Doherty wasn't there. Um, the Sutherlands weren't there. Jeez, uh, I know there's more, and I don't want to, like, miss out on anybody. But, but I mean, we could have very easily had another 210, 215 entries again if, if everybody that's in the points was there at, uh, all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Uh, which is cool. I'm not complaining at all. We, we got done a reasonable time. I thought the racing was good. Um, The track ended up as far as grip level goes being the best it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And uh, tracks a little bumpy, but I don't know. I feel like we're kind of used to that too by now. Yeah. Kind of, kind of know what's what we're in for. That's true. It's these, it's these late summer races. I'm not, I'm not, all gung ho to go out there and, and get the tractor out and mess up other parts of the track in order to till up and resurface some parts of the track when it's a hundred degrees out. I can't say you don't blame me. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So all that can do really is just patch up holes, try to smooth stuff out as best I can and, and, uh, and water the bejesus out of the track during the week, mm-hmm. you know,
2: well, and the surface is good. So it's kind of like, hmm.
0: yeah, it's weird. It's all cracked, but you don't really, you know, I don't really feel it when I'm driving on it. Do you? No. And if you go out there and walk on it, it looks all. I mean, it looks very undulated, and and there's the cracks have been there from drying out during the week.
2: Yeah. Sometimes, if you you know, if you get the suspension right and you you, you drive fast enough, you even notice the bumps are there. Yeah. That's way I look at it.
0: Yeah. Um. We kept the track the same as the INS race because we really only had one club race on it since. We had, uh, we had one day where we didn't race. We just sort of, we just, there wasn't enough people to race at one thirty, So we just called it a, a, a practice day and, and everybody got in, everybody that was there got in a lot of track time, which was good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I am going to change the track in two weeks. So hopefully it's not gonna be as hot. And, uh, um, I've got a pretty good idea for the next two. I, I'm going to make a, a change to the whoops that everybody hates. Um, next, next round. And part uh, of the track
2: nobody likes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going
0: to, I'm going to change the track that nobody likes uh, for next round. And then after that, I've got a pretty cool one for the finals. And what's cool about that is I'm going to use the same basic layout structure for the first round of the techno series in November. Um, so all I'll really have to do is readjust, um, where and how the jumps are, but you know, part of it will stay the same. So it won't be near as much work for me either. So, uh, so there's that. So if you hate the whoops, you got we've got two more club races and then they're going to be gone. So yeah. Um, we also had 25 Plex beckers this round. That's the most we've ever had um, at this year's summer series. I don't think it's the most we've ever had, period. But I know it's I know it's probably pretty close. So it was a lot of fun. Um, it it did make the the round take a smidgen longer at the start, you know, just because. There were mm-hmm. some new people, and it always takes longer for them to get out there, but um, that's okay. We got through it. Everything was fine. Grayson Stevie though, has a TQ and win, and I think, I think that puts them in very strong points position. There's two left, but uh, I believe he's got two now TQs and wins with like a third thrown in there. And then behind it, I'm, we're going to look at the points here in a little bit, but behind him, I, it's so jumbled up because there hasn't been a front runner in Plexpec until now, I think that uh, I think I think it's going to take a lot for him to maybe lose this one. I don't know. We might be seeing this kind of kind of take shape, you know.
2: Yeah, it'd be cool if he gets a big plaque and yeah, then he know, can't race
0: Plexback again either.
1: <laughs>
0: he'll be the next independent driver. Yeah, you know, um, he'll be racing his dad. Uh, Emily Bagley got a second. I believe that's her highest finish so far uh, this year. Jace McCormick uh, finished third. Ariana Smith had a good one. Uh, she finished fourth. Uh, Bentley Ratty, they came up from Hutch because, unfortunately, Hutch does no longer have a track. Um, so they're going to be coming up more, I think. Uh, Ryan Cox finished sixth. Levi Voth, uh, another one with the Bentley, um, with the Ratties, was seventh. Lily Kozinski was eighth. Alex Eichler was ninth. And uh, Isabella McMullen, I believe she broke.
2: Oh, that's too bad.
0: Before before she could get a first lap in, that was pretty pretty brutal. Um, she did get the bump, but uh, um, she's been placing kind of mid pack in the A mains. Then we rolled right into four wheel drive modified, and uh, this one got all jumbled up. So Aiden Olson got a TQ, but ended up finishing sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Ruben King and Owen Vanderbeek. Oh, here's here's the story. So Drew Ruben King finishes first. Um, You know, that's not a surprise because usually it's either Alex, Aiden, or Drew, right? When this year, especially. Um, But Owen Vanderbeek beat his brother, I believe, for the first time at at a a race like this. Mm -hmm. So I don't think Alex is very happy about it. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I suppose if I had a sibling that raced too, and, and and had never, it's like it's like when Emerson beats me, uh, you know, in tool mod or something. It's like it's like I'm happy sort of, but I'm also like, damn it, like he got me, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Owen Vanderbeek was pretty stoked. He qualified fourth, finished second. Um, Alex Vanderbeek finished third. Ethan Dallaire got the bump. He had a horrible day in qualifying. He wasn't really ready for the tires because he missed INS race, so he had no experience at all with what we ended up going to. Yeah. And how, and how grippy the track got. And mm-hmm. so he had to kind of, he had to, I believe he had to make some wholesale changes to his car. He kind of had to learn how to drive a little bit different. And then mm-hmm. he had to get his tires right. But he got his act together, finished fourth with, this, with the starting position in ninth. That's pretty good, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Brandon Carney, um, a solid fifth. Um, again, we saw Aiden Olson drop down to sixth. Tom Smith um, was seventh. Caden Bairding also got the bump. He was another one that wasn't here. Um, they were signed up, but couldn't come. So, um, so it was his first, um, race day back after, you know, we all kind of the track, I don't know the tracks holding that grip level last week, last week. It didn't though last week. I don't think we had enough cars, Mm -hmm. but it didn't take very long Friday to to get it back. Right. You know, the Mm -hmm. grip, the grip is still there. On this track layout. Now, when we when I go in and change part of it, you know, a third of it, I'll, I'm, I'll be curious to see if that part of the track will be slicker or if it'll start to just sort of blend in and be the same thing.
1: Yeah.
2: Are you going to do it a week before the summer series or are you going to do it the week of?
0: I wasn't really planning on it. It's supposed to be hot next Monday. I don't really want to work on the track that's it's going to be hot next Monday. So it'll probably be the week of.
2: I was just thinking that'd be a way you can ensure that it would be the same I or closer. Know.
0: I know. It Maybe. I don't know.
2: It's up to you. Okay. I just thought I'd suggest that.
0: Well, next Monday, Emerson and I, I promised Emerson that we'd go drive to this fishing spot. That's a couple hours away mm-hmm. since we're not doing the podcast next Monday. Yeah. You know, cause technically today would have been the first Monday, but then it's, we just had a summer series, so we should be here, you know, wrapping that up. Right, so we're going to use next Monday as our day off, and I—I I don't know. I kind of wanted to, and he's got school the following week, so I kind of, I kind of wanted to get that in with him. So instead of working on the stupid track that Monday, so yeah, it'll probably be the week of. Sorry, not a lot of it won't be a lot. Not a lot of it will be totally different. Just, just part of it. Hmm. But it'll be the same for everybody. It doesn't really matter. I think I think because we're all starting to run slicks now, anyways. I think what will happen is. I think more people trying to run slicks will make it easier for everybody to run slicks. Oh, I think so too. Because the tire dust from the worn out tread won't be as persistent on the track. I didn't see any dust. I barely saw any dust this weekend. Noticeable. Yeah,
1: there wasn't a lot.
0: Noticeable dust. Usually you get that that, that blackness on the edges. Well, we didn't have very much of that.
2: This is this is my opinion. I think the grip level has always been the same. Now we're just trying to run slicks because we know it could be done. Mm -hmm. and like golds will get around golds will get around fine they're not going to be as fast as the silver slicks
0: right but
2: uh you know along with that though i think the the grip level has been there for a couple years and we just haven't had nobody's tried slicks yet until now and silver for our compounds are the vast majority you know what i'm saying like because there's been time like the times is like oh silvers are working great remember that and i never figured out why well, I'm thinking about it. I never ran them as like a full regular old tread and just threw them out there and ran them. They were super low. Yeah. So it makes sense.
0: Yeah. I think this, this, I think that TDK Sire Sauce also might have something to do with it. Oh, yeah. it's It, it, takes, a, so it takes a lot for me to change my ways. Like I've been mm-hmm. so stuck on PB Blaster for the last couple of years because I, I got into a routine and that routine worked. Mm-hmm when I accepted the J concept sponsorship, instead of running whatever tire I felt like it took me most of most of that summer to figure out my routine to, to get my tires to work to my preference. So the next two couple, two years or so that since then I haven't wanted to change because I've, I've got this, I thought I had it kind of figured out for myself. Well then this, that we had the INS race, more guys were there just dedicated to running slicks. And then more guys are trying that that tire sauce and telling me they they were telling me like Jason Haley he's like you got to try this stuff, and so you know after that last qualifier on Saturday when I talked to you guys about it and I went out there and I I tried it with that tire sauce I'm like holy crap, this is uh this this is this is different so I I think I think that definitely has something to do with it as well. Oh yeah, I wish it wasn't like that.
2: What's that like? A, just a regular can of some stuff worked yeah it was like two bucks
0: yeah you know what i'm saying i wish it wasn't like that mm-hmm. but i but i think oh, i hear you but i think every track has their every track seems to have not every i mean some tracks use the same stuff like the SSDRC sdrc nationals that are coming up tdk mm-hmm. is the is the host tire sauce mm. um that's cool adrenaline had was what, what was that stuff called fdj or
2: something yeah that's Ftj, they they didn't make you run it, but that's just what
0: worked, that's, that's worked what there that's what seemed to work there on that on that stuff, so I mean it
2: I kind of wish I had TDK to try there, yeah, yeah, maybe it seems to pair well with silver
0: now, that being said, Friday nights this winter i, I I'm probably going to run more dirt um uh I'm going to run on the carpet for sure, but I, I'm also going to try to race on Friday nights with something, and when it starts getting cold out, you can't use that stuff. No oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe golds will still be the ticket for like Friday night during the winter time.
2: Oh, I probably something to cut through the slime. I don't remember what we ran. I I mean, I ran gold too. I don't remember what tread depth if they had any tread on them or not.
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it'll depend on the on how cold it is and and uh, the moisture level of the track, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Anyways, all right, uh, we got off on a tangent. Uh, Dustin Hosek was ninth. Mitchell Pavel was tenth. That was your mod four-wheel drive. And there was an A&B main in mod f- uh, four-wheels, so they did, they did have to work for it. Um, and then we had Stadium Truck. So we got one of your races knocked out real quick. Um, mm-hmm. You um, fended off the Challengers. You got, you got the TQ. Uh, Riley Filbert race truck this time, and, and he was definitely pretty quick. I think he TQ'd the first round, right?
2: No, I got both rounds. Oh, you did? Okay. He he, TQ'd his first heat, but I beat his TQ. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying he, yeah, um, yeah, um, he he t- he had TQ
2: in the first heat of the first round, and then there's the second heat, and then I got the overall TQ in the first round. Okay. For that round, and then I got the second one too.
0: Um, your stuff, your I mean, your truck looks pretty dialed as always. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're kind of doing what you did in gas truck. You're just fending off the challengers here.
2: Yeah, I. I just kind of, um, get out front and I, I, I didn't have fast lap, but, uh, yeah, I didn't have fast lap. But I just got out there and kind of just clicked off consistent laps, no mistakes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. A, that's like me. That's like my, my style.
0: <laughs> the fast lap was so close though. Dustin Hosek had fast lap by, by five thousandths of a second over Emerson. Yeah. And then you were, uh, basically a half, a half a 10th behind will, I mean, behind Emerson for fast lap. So you guys all had fast 24 second laps. Oh yeah. So, yeah. And I think, I think Riley had a 24, nine as well. So just for, for my standpoint, I was pretty proud of Emerson because, um, he's had to work the last, he had to work Saturday as well. He got off at four, I think, but still, you know, he actually practiced Friday.
2: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. And I, I, the previous two but, rounds, and I
2: didn't practice
0: the, the previous two rounds. He hadn't practiced at all. And I think it showed, he just, he showed yeah. up at like, he showed up at like nine wasn't able to practice last round, uh, back in June. He didn't practice at all. Well, what happened? Yeah. He, he qualified horrible. He had to, he, I think he was like, he either had to bump or he had to, he was like eighth and you can't, yeah. you can't, it's hard to get a podium from eighth, you know?
2: Yeah. So, no, I, th- I think he did have to bump and, uh, but yeah, I mean that's I mean good on him for you know putting the work in. I thought I was gonna be way behind because I didn't practice. You know, I didn't go up for practice because we just got back from Colorado on uh Friday. Yeah. And I was gonna try to run up there. It's like eh. No.
0: I don't know. Yeah, you you were fine. You 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 showed up early enough Saturday where it wasn't a big deal.
2: Yeah. I just kinda I took both my cars out there and just switched back and forth
1: between them.
0: But Emerson actually worked on his truck. We we uh, we ended up putting buggy front springs on really hard buggy mm-hmm. front springs on his truck. And then, um, his diff was blown out. He was complaining about his truck spinning out and I was watching. I'm like, yeah, something's wrong with it. So we, we brought it back in and, uh, I had him pull the diff out and I, I, I went like, I went like that. I'm like, Oh, feel that. And he went like that. And he's like, Ooh. And I'm like, that's why you're spinning out. So luckily, uh, I had my broken in diff from my, from my before, um, in my box because I put the mod, uh, diff in my car. So I had mm-hmm. another diff ready to go. So we dropped it in there and he went out and practiced and sure enough, his truck was dialed. So, yeah. so he qualified third and finished second. And I'm really happy with that. Um, who's to say if, if Riley hadn't had his problem, you know, you never know. Emerson could have finished third. Maybe. I mean, they were, they were catching him, but it was because he was slowing down too. So,
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's hard, hard to say,
0: but still, um, a podium for my son. Uh, you know, this has been a struggle year for him at the series. Not, not at the big race. He did good. So, uh, so Dustin Hosick got third, um, finished fifth, qualified finished fifth, finished third. Uh, Tommy was, I think this was a really fun battle to watch. Emerson, Dustin and Tommy racing right now for, they were racing for third. And then when, when Riley encountered his issue, they were racing for second and it was really fun to watch these guys. And it was clean. It was clean between them. Um, Fasty was only a couple seconds off of Tommy there at the end.
2: Um, Nice. For fifth. Fasty's getting faster again. Yep,
0: yep, no doubt. Uh, TJ Williams um, had to get the bump. uh, Ended up sixth, so kind of a recovery for him. He's not used to being in the B in truck, especially. Um, Brian Burnt finished seventh. 7th. Um, Andrew Thomas, another bump, uh, finished eighth. Connor Herrick was ninth, and then Filbert, um, he wasn't second. Uh, qualified second, wasn't second. Driving around in second, and then his motor went poo-poo on him. Mm-hmm. I think is what happened. So, and then right after that was forty plus, and uh, I got the TQ and win. Um, I got to say, I was Friday night. I was a little. I don't know. My car was good, but I thought it could be better. And so, um, I made a change to it and I went out there and I drove it and I wasn't quite comfortable with it. And then I left it alone for the first qualifier thinking maybe the track would come to the car, but then, uh, it didn't. So I moved it back. And after talking to you, I moved my, moved my shocks back. I moved my shocks out in the back by one hole. I moved Mm -hmm. it back down and then I twisted in my, uh, um, my stroke on all four shocks by a full turn. And I wouldn't say that that was the golden ticket, but it definitely made the car better. So I could, st- I could go back to driving hard. I couldn't drive it hard Friday night. I had to, I had to kind of, I had to be very delicate with it. Yeah. Um, but Friday I, r- I ran back to back. I ran my gold summer series tires from last round. And then I ran silver slicks that I had. And even though it felt loose in a couple spots, the silver slicks were better. So, yeah. I, so I just stuck with them. I never took them off my car mm-hmm. at that point.
2: Yeah, yeah. I only ran silver slicks. I think. I, no, I did run tried tread golds in the morning, and um, I was like, "Well, this isn't going to work." And put slicks on it, and I was like, "Okay, this is better."
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I was able to. My car is really good. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: yeah, really good. I uh, with with Max help, you know, I put some of his stuff on my car. And kind of tweaked it a little bit for my liking, and this is like the most comfortable I've been with my two wheel, so, or since I built the new one. So,
0: I'm gonna try putting a really hard front spring on my two wheel drive next next week.
2: See, I'm running gray springs all the way around.
0: Now I'm running blues up front.
2: What are you trying to do?
0: Maybe, maybe take away a smidgen of that of steering.
2: I think the softer spring will do that. Uh, I think on slicks you're running like one to one grip, yeah. And like when your when your tire like drives into the ground, and like it's a stiffer spring, it pushes the tire into the track harder, so you get more res- responsiveness.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like old school outdoor dirt track where you're running hard springs because they just kind of skim over everything. Yeah, like this is gonna make this suspension not do as much. You see what I'm saying? Okay, it's just gonna drive the track car drive the tire into the ground. That's why I went to gray front spring. Okay. I run grays all the way around. Like white? it kind of, yeah. white front? Yeah. You have white, we have gray front springs on it already?
0: Uh, no, I got blues. Yeah,
2: put grays on it. Okay, I'll try grays. Just do, run grays all the way around.
0: Grays are stock, aren't they?
2: I don't know. I, I don't think it's gray remember. white.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I'll try that Saturday. I'm excited mm-hmm. to practice Saturday.
2: That and like, copy my piston setup if you haven't already.
0: Well, I did do that. I put the bypass uh, hole in mine. I did feel that like I, the car was already good, but, but that, that kind of. What size ma- hole did you put in it? A one Oh. Oh really? Just a little baby hole. Was it better? Yeah. Hmm.
2: I'm running three holes, but I think two of the holes in the front are one sixes and ones a one five mm-hmm. in the rear. I'm running mm-hmm. uh, two one sevens and one six.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard that set up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Then, I don't know. I got a bunch of pistons. Maybe I should try try that.
0: Yeah, maybe I should buy pistons. Because that's what it is.
2: Try it. That's what somebody else is telling me they like on the thirteen mils. It's just the the one point one or the one oh. I can't remember what size it is, but it's a an hole.
0: Uh, Mac finished second, and that's after a first lap crash, where he dropped down, I think, to fifth on the first lap. So he drove back. Um, to get second in that one, so pretty good recovery um I got a pretty good points lead this year, so unless mm-hmm. unless I blow out super hard over the next two, i mean it's gonna be pretty difficult the The points only show i think it's a three point gap, but the if you take all three rounds it's a five point gap, so i don't know I think it's kind of funny if we flip forty plus for the for the last three years, me, Mac, and then me again if I get it, you know yeah, and then. I don't know. I don't know who else is going to turn 40 soon, but like Tom's getting fast again too. You never know. He could, he could be in contention by the time we get to next year. So which would bring back very vivid memories of the nineties or
2: I used to be by Tommy Smith.
0: Yeah. Or I used to think I was hot shit and then Tommy would show up and I'd be like, God damn it. Tom's here. So Tom finished third. Uh, Brent Riley uh, was fourth. Peevler had a really good qualifying day, ended up fifth. Um, Brian Burnt was sixth. Ken Peterson came up from Hutch. He was uh he was seventh. He does not like the whoops. <laughs> um Fasty was eighth. Matt Robinson was ninth. Josh McMullen was tenth. And then John Burney was eleventh. What happened was we had a five car B main, but two of them didn't, two of them left. So I was just like, well, we're not going to run a three car. Be main let's just throw all of you guys in we got a big enough Track now where it's not a huge deal if we have 11 Cars oh yeah So something happened to John Though he was out at five minutes So 40 plus that's pretty Fun uh independent buggy was up Again uh what I really like about this Year's independent classes is, is I mean you <laughs> Again it's Kind of like plexus here there's no real that we didn't Start out with any real favorite like there was Nobody going in where we were going to be like Oh they're if they don't win independent this Year something's totally wrong you know
2: yeah, um, no, that was kind of like anybody's race.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of them. I mean, the Independent Buggy was the second biggest class. I think it was like 30 cars. Mm-hmm. So. However, uh, Dalton Conrad did TQ and win um, Saturday. Um, Daniel Bender, fresh off of his uh, two-week uh, cruise vacation, uh, came back. That's why he missed INS, um, finished second. And then TJ Williams from the fifth spot finished third. So Keaton Ratty was... was I think in second or third, like most of this race. Um, In fact, let me go down here. Yeah, he was, he was there until like three laps left to go. And, uh, but, but Dalton, Daniel and TJ, those are, those are the three names we always mention. Three of the, like the five or six names of the kids that have moved up from Plex, you know, that are going after this independent buggy title this year. There they are in the top three. Um, Keaton was fourth, Nick Pavel. Had a good finish from 8th to 5th. John Haas, uh, qualified 6th, finished 6th. Andrew Thomas did drop a bit. He qualified 4th, finished 7th. Uh, Trevor Moss had a rough day. Um, ended up 8th in this one. Connor Hausch was ninth, And Dave Gaziski was 10th. Poor Dave. He had a good start. And uh, I can't remember what happened, but he ended up dead last and had to kind of... He, he could see those guys in front of him, but he could never really quite get there. Yeah. Um, mod buggy. Um Vanderbeek uh got to TQ and win in this one, Alex Vanderbeek. Um Ruben King qualified second, finished second, and then Aiden Olson uh qualified fourth, finished third. And those are kind of the, you know, no offense. I'm not I'm not trying to offend you or anything, but the Alex Drew and Aiden, they're kind of the three right now. You know, Aiden could almost fill in for Tom, uh, you know, back when Tom was running his TLR rides here. Mm-hmm. Where they would show up and 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 you'd usually see them going after that mod title, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Right. Um, yeah. No yeah. I mean, you got fourth, you had an excellent finish. I think you were in second for a little while.
2: I was, I was up to second. I ran into Mitchell Powell's foot.
0: Oh, <laughs> damn it.
2: When he went to go marshal like two cars at the same time or something. He likes, like he almost stepped on my car.
0: Yeah. I had that happen to me in 40 plus. I, I even when think- he's not racing, he takes people out. <laughs> That's funny.
2: Yeah. I gave him a hard time. I know. Like I took his buggy. I was like, hey, what's this remind you of? I went, I took his buggy and went, Ew, like right into his foot. And he was like, oh, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, dude, like I ran into your foot. Well, and then like in qualifying, uh, Marshall threw my car, or no, threw uh, uh, another car that flipped over, threw him like on top of mine while I was coming by. In the first qualifier, I was like, dang it. Is this ever going to work out? Yeah. Because I probably would have been a top three run if that hadn't happened. Because I was actually, I think I was in second or third when that happened. That was that was the qualifier everybody crashed out. Like, I probably could have done better than that. But yeah. who knows? I don't know. Could have, would have, should have, I guess. But. Yeah, I guess.
0: Owen Vanderbeek from the bump spot up to fifth, right behind you. Seven seconds back, but behind you in fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philbert was one tenth of a second behind him there as they crossed the line in uh, sixth. Ethan Delaire was seventh. Brandon Carney, eighth. Brian burnt was ninth and Tom Smith, uh, was 10th.
2: Still Brian and Tommy making the main.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I yeah, don't know Brian, if Brian, Brian Burns made the main yet this I year. I don't think so.
0: He got the bump, um, ended up ninth. So he moved up one spot. Tommy qualified eighth, but dropped back to 10th.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alex led this whole thing start to finish. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So, um, I think he's closer to getting the three-time champ, so the record's five, Just want to throw that out there. That's, mm-hmm. that's this guy right here with the ponytail. Thirteen five-wheeler was next, and uh, boy, my stuff is working really good, so um, not much more to say about that. Um, TQ and win for me. Um, it's been a couple years since I've been in the running for two classes. So, uh, Tyler Patton out and, and Hendrickson both weren't there. So, um, you know, the field was kind of open because anytime that either one of those, they are both in there at the same time, you're kind of just like, okay, those are the two in in this class that we need to really, you know, try to beat. And they weren't there. Uh, David Peevler with an excellent finish. He qualified third, finished second, and he kept me honest for about the first half of this race.
2: No, yeah. He's hanging right there with you.
0: I didn't crash either. Like that was the thing. Like I was just, I was driving, I was driving. I thought I was driving pretty hard and David was right there.
2: Yeah. David's doing a great job managing the race in second.
0: Yep. If I would have crashed, if I would have crashed, he would have been, he would have been right on me.
2: Yeah. He's right there to take advantage of anything that could happen. You know, he he was doing really good.
0: Uh, Connor Herrick from the nine to the three. So excellent finish for Connor. Getting, getting the bump and then getting the podium. Uh, Bradley Peterson from the eight to the four. So I did not see this. I mean, obviously I'm racing, so I didn't see the start, but something must've happened back there that jumbled this field around. Do you remember you were calling it? Do you remember what happened at all?
2: There's just so much, there's just complete carnage. I, I, I,
0: I saw the green buggy of, of David, but then behind him, I don't know what happened because Ruben King, Ruben King got, he went, he dropped pretty fast. So something, something happened to Chad at the start. I didn't see what happened.
2: Yeah, I didn't either. Actually, I, I like start watching the leaders, and I see a something happens. to You guys, and then like once there's like a big pile of cars somewhere, it's like, oh, that's happening. You know. Yeah. I just I need to be better about
1: that.
0: That's okay. I didn't take any video this time because um, I was using. I, we have to use my phone for the podium picks, and so if I if I'm taking video, then I can't use my phone for picks. So it's one or the other. Um so I got to figure out how to how to get video. I could I could bring a GoPro. I do have my GoPro and I did get a new battery for it. Maybe I'll try to figure that out for next time. So I I can get I can get actual videos of these races again. Um so Bradley Peterson's fourth, Tyler Canine fifth, Ashley McCormick from the bump to the sixth. Easton McCormick was fourth, he dropped to seventh. Ruben King qualified second, he dropped to eighth. Uh Bender was qualified seventh. He drops ninth. And then Ken Peterson uh, was 10th and he was out at, in about six forty. So I didn't see what happened there either. Uh, mini Truggy Logan Prismanis with a yet another TQ and a win. I think that's three in a row. So oh, wow. unless something really dumb happens, um, I pre- he, he, he'll probably get a poster. How about Don Drew's Don Drew's hasn't, I don't think he's raced. He raced the INS race. Mm-hmm. But before that, I don't think he's raced since COVID started.
2: I think he's racing carpet. No. He hasn't? Uh uh-uh. uh.
0: Huh. Nope. Like I hadn't seen him in person for a long time. And, yeah, uh, I
2: know I had a pretty good conversation with him uh, after the races. Yeah. I was like I was like, dude, where you been? I haven't seen you in like it feels like years. It's yeah. like it's him and was it, Jim Starr and the other guy. Rob Turner. Rob Turner and Matt, right? Or no, Matt wasn't part of the usual suspects, right? Matt
0: Matt Robinson was, he he was kind of a, he was a usual suspect, but Jim, um, oh God. The
2: usual suspect is a group of four, three or four guys that, that always raced together. Yeah.
0: It was Rob, Jim, Rick, and Don Drews. And, uh, and then Matt, you could throw Matt in there too. But Rob, Rob's been busy with like life. And then Jim actually moved. Mm-hmm. And Rick just sort of stopped racing, but I think he stopped racing when pro four sort of went away. Cause that was kind of his bag.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he usually works a lot. Like if I remember right, he worked, he, he would, he worked at like for like landscaping or something like that. So he would work during the summertime all year and then he'd, he'd be furloughed in the wintertime. So he mm-hmm. had time. So he was more of like a winter racer anyways. Yeah. Speaking of usual suspects. So Matt Robinson got third. So he had Don Drews getting back on the podium. Uh, and then Matt Robinson kind of doing the same. They're in third place.
2: Because like out of all the people that started racing there, once we put the lid on the place, it was like it still do. Yeah, it's like me and Don. Can't really think of anybody else. You?
0: Yeah. It, there's been a there's been a like little the, bit of turnover. But yeah. I mean, it's been and eleven like,
2: years. Yeah, and uh, what is it like? You, me. I think it's just you and me, the only two that have never taken a break.
0: I mean, if you really think about it, I've raced RC cars two times a week since 2011 without Mm -hmm. hardly a break at all. Yeah. And and I say two times a week because it's usually, right now it's mini on Tuesdays and then racing on Saturdays. But it it used to be sometimes Tuesday short course night and then Tuesday off-road you know, heads up. We used to do heads up racing on Tuesday.
2: Yeah, we used to have a TPS report on Tuesdays, and uh, <laughs> TPS reports.
1: <laughs> Did you see the memo about this?
2: People don't remember how crazy the Friday nights were. Yeah, I know. We we're getting like 120 or 130 entries on it.
0: Cole, oh Henderson. yeah, Cole. Cole okay, he he, yeah. would, he would be able to. He he'd be able to tell the all the all the youngsters there. You know how nuts Fridays used to be.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: But, like, uh, we used to get it was it, like, 120 to 130 entries on a Friday night and r- race it all and start at 7.
0: Yeah. And nobody seemed to mind. Nobody seemed to mind back then. Either.
2: Nobody cared. I remember we were moved off-road racing to Saturdays. There's guys that were mad about it. I know.
0: And I was like, dude, okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I remember that. And we did – anytime that you make a change like that, you, you're going to lose somebody – who's butthurt about it, but for the greater good of your race program, you have to, you have to, you have to make those hard decisions sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, luckily we haven't had to worry about it since we've started family Friday and Saturday speed. It's been the same for f- five, six years now. So 2016 was the last time when we got rid of flame out Friday yeah. and went to family Friday. I I think that was the last time we made any sort of change like that. And I think, I think, well, I shouldn't say that. 2018 is when we stopped doing Saturdays on the wintertime on dirt. And we did the syndicate. We lost a few people there, too. They were all butthurt because we went to carpet. But that's actually, that's actually worked out, too. Not worried about that, either.
1: Oh, yeah. I think so.
0: Um, Anthony Santee. Anthony Santee another one. He was an OG. He's, he, Anthony used to race when the track was where Holiday Bright Lights is. Oh, yeah. I used to race a stadium truck up there. Not even not even Nitro, just a stadium truck. Yeah. On that giant 200 by 100 foot track we had.
1: Yeah.
2: I started coming up to the Plex in 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was outdoor, and I raced, I'd like, get off work, and haul ass, probably missed the first qualifier, and get up to the Plex as fast as I could to race my Slash or my SC10. Then I had a B4, and I'd race... Uh, there's short course and buggy.
0: There's times I do miss having the winter off, mm-hmm. you know, like when we had, when we were only the outdoor off-road track, I think I, there's times I miss that, but then, but then it rains or I hear about these tracks that have only raced like three times all summer. And I'm like, yep, that's why we don't do that anymore. But I do miss having the winter off. Cause then I could kind of focus on the, I could kind of focus on my own stuff for a little bit and then, and then you know go to different tracks, whereas now I, I don't really have that opportunity very often.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But again, why would you? Um, back to Mini Truggy. Uh, Jake Poteet uh, was fourth. Tyler Fleming was fifth. Um, John Haas uh, was sixth. Ronnie Wint seventh. Bryson Pavel eighth. Dylan Haas got the bump and finished ninth. And then Jake Conrad finished tenth. Um, you need to go back to the live stream of the lower main's. And watch the B main of, uh, of mini Truggy. Oh yeah. Because Dylan, uh, I think it was Chad Irwin. Dylan, Dylan made a pretty, pretty bonsai pass on Chad Irwin, but didn't wreck him. So I let, I didn't even say anything. Cause I, I'm like, well, I would have done the same thing, <laughs> like, you know, but he didn't wreck him. But then po- unfortunately, Chad, Chad got pushed off the line. And then mm-hmm. he, when he get, went going again, he got caught on the open pipe. Duh. So it was, it was one of those four judgment calls of my own where I'm like, ooh, do I tell Dylan to wait on that one? Or do I just sort of let it go? Because technically that's not necessarily his fault why that happened. Like it was just one of those weird, weird instances where if, if, if he would have got into him and he would have flipped over, then I would have been up. Oh, you got to give that spot back. But yeah, but it was one of those where he pushed him over off the line, drove off, and then Chad ended up in out in the loose stuff and ended up in the pipe. So I don't know. I, you know, the funny thing was, is I think it was either it was either John or it was Dylan who got the exact same move put on him later on that day in the same spot. And the result was the same. Really? Yeah. So and I but uh, Dylan made the main So I thought that was pretty cool Yeah uh, Last race of the day was expert stock um, Riley walked away in this one He had a uh, TQ and win um, 16 seconds over second place wow. Brent Riley qualified second finished second And then Easton McCormick from the bump Up to third So he Salvaged what could have been a pretty terrible day Um in stock buggy for him to a third place. Chad Ruben King was fourth. Bradley Peterson was fifth. Connor Herrick was sixth. Ken Peterson, uh, I believe he was up there in third for a while and then, uh, ended up seventh. David Peeler was eighth. Canine, Tyler Canine was ninth. Emerson Sturgeon, man, he qualified third. His car probably was looking the best that we had had it. Um, this year, I'd say better than the INS race, even, um, we messed with the pills a little bit, got rid of some rear toe on his car. And then we, uh, um, I had him put silver slicks on from, uh, from the adrenaline race that he made and he qualified really well, but his car got really edgy in the main. And I looked at his tires and, uh, we didn't glue the outside edge of the fronts. So he was traction on a lot. And then I think he got mad and, uh, he, uh, he packed up and went home. So Emerson did. Yeah, he drove himself. So he. Oh, he did. Yeah, so he, he, uh, he put his stuff inside. He unplugged his car and then got in his truck and went home. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> at least he didn't throw shit around like I would do. Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, and I talked to him about it afterwards. I, I, I went over to his car and I. I kind of, I felt my tires, my tires are still pretty tight and I felt his tires and you could, you could take those tires and you could peel them up and you could like rub them together with your fingers. Mm-hmm. So was, his tires are pretty blown out. So that's probably my fault. I, I should have had him glue a setup of a uh, silver smoothies that we got.
2: Yeah, I know. I I glued mine before the main, like just like the regular bead on the rears, because mm-hmm. they were there's so much grip that they're just getting like torn. Yeah. from the sidewall. So I re-glued them, and they were a lot better for the main. Yep, that made a pretty big difference. And uh, Iklers ended up with my tires. I gave my nice. tires to. That's st- what I Steve do too. Them.
0: I for all of you guys out there uh, with slicks, sometimes you got to really watch. You got to watch the edge of your tires because they'll stretch, but they'll also tear along where the bead where they're glued at. And so I'll go back and I'll, I'll, I'll basically re glue that bead usually Mm -hmm. before the mains. Usually I'll go in after I've set the mains up, I'll go over my pit really fast and I'll take glue and I'll just, I'll just, I'll just make sure I re glue them, put a band around them. And then by Mm -hmm. the time I come back, you know, after a couple lower mains, then I can, I can mount them up and, and they're good to go for the next, uh, for the next main. What do you think about refoaming? I refoam my fronts every once in a while.
2: I just put new ones on yeah. any more. I don't know. That's,
0: hmm. Yeah, that's true. You can just do that.
2: It, mine, mine, mine were getting so thin for, for modified. Mm-hmm. Like you could see the carcass coming through, coming through Cause yeah. I ran him yeah. at, I well, ran him at INS. That's and how, I, all
0: that's how Emerson's was too. though. Emerson's are bad. I, I, I feel bad. I should have had him put a new set on. Mm-hmm. So live and learn. He, he learned something. He qualified really well though. I'm, I'm pretty excited about, how he's going to do not just the rest of the summer, but at the next INS race too.
1: Yeah. All
0: right, let's get into the points. And then, cause it's, it's almost eight o'clock. So, um, uh, the points are going to be interesting. So thirteen four wheel drive. Um, right now I, if with total points with no drops, I'm at a three Oh two Bradley Peterson is at two eighty nine. So that's 13 points of cushion. If you add the drop, it's two Oh two to 194. So it's going to take some catastrophe on my end to, uh, to tighten this thing back up. Um, in fact, I think if I get third or better next round, I probably don't even have to run the the finals. Yeah. So if that happens, I'll probably run mod at the last. Yeah. Just, just to do it, just to, just to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, just so I can break stuff.
2: If I have it locked up in the last run for truck, I'll probably just try a whole bunch of weird stuff like I normally do. Mm.
0: Bradley Peterson, David Peevler, and Tyler Canine are all tied for second. The lower throwout is Tyler's. The second lowest throwout is David's. And then uh, the throwout for Bradley is a 95. So, that's going to be pretty entertaining. David does have one Um, podium finish, a second. Uh, Bradley is in second place with no podiums. That's interesting. So, there you go. It's a three-way tie for second place, so that's pretty cool. Um, Easton McCormick is fifth. Um, Chad Ruben King and Ashley McCormick are tied for sixth with 191. Connor Herrick is eighth. Orlando Martinez is ninth, and Bender right now is tenth. TJ Williams is four points away from that top ten. We go, we go down to top ten when it comes to awards. So, and after the I got rid of the people that have only raced once. Um, there's five uh, thirteen five four wheel drives eligible right now for prizes. Wow. Yeah,
2: it'd be cool if I win a kit so I can give it away to somebody. I've always wanted to do that. I never win a kit.
0: Yeah, be that guy. 13.5 uh, stadium truck. So uh, you have 303 points with no drops. Emerson has 293. So you're 10 points ahead with no drops. Um, with drops, you're at 202, and Emerson is at 197. So you've got a five-point lead um, with the drop put in place. Emerson has one, one point over Tommy for second place. And Tommy has one point over Brian Burnt for third place. And then Dustin Hosick is fifth, two points back. Logan is sixth, one point back. Logan had a pretty rough round, so we'll just pretend he wasn't even there. <laughs>
2: didn't, didn't he get a new? Didn't he get a new truck?
0: Something like that. He was in the. He was dead last in the in the C main, and I don't think he got out of the C.
2: No, he he was in the B. I thought was it the B? Yeah, he got up to the B. Okay. And he would like his his stuff. His uh, truck looked really good. He like drive through and like get around some guys and make a mistake and just keep doing that same thing. And he bumped out of the B, I Yeah, thought.
0: no, you're right. I remember that now.
2: Or bumped out of the C into the B.
0: Yeah. Either way, he only had 81 points for the day, so
2: we'll just, yeah. He had he had the speed to get to the main. We'll just he's
0: pretend. Clean some stuff up. Well, yeah, he's got a he's got a fourth and a and a sixth for mm-hmm. rounds one and two. Uh, TJ Williams, 7th, Justin Stebe, 8th, David Fast, right now in ninth, And then Andrew Thomas, one point ahead of Connor Herrick and Tyler Fleming for 10th place. And uh, uh, they're one point back. So that could be interesting. So all you got to do is finish fourth or better. And I think you got it locked up.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
0: that's cool. Yep.
2: See what happens. Shit happens, you
0: know. Next stock, uh, Riley Filbert right now is 202 points. And uh, he's at 396 because his first round was pretty rough. He, uh, he ended up, probably, I think, with the seventh maybe is what that is. Um, still, seven points over Chad Ruben King in second. Uh, Brent Riley and Chad are tied right now for second place. Um, Brent's got the lower throwout. That's why he's in third. And then Bradley Peterson is only one point off of them. And David Peevler is only one point off of them. So this one's far from over. If somebody, if any one of those guys jumps up there and gets a win, um, and Riley has another bad round, it could tighten right back up. Emerson right now is sixth. Um His best is a third from last round. I told him not to quit either. I was... Pretty, I wasn't upset with him that he stopped running, but I was like, dude, it's points racing. Next time, just keep driving because you never know who's going to break or drop out. Every point counts, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, Ken Peterson, uh, who's made the last two. Um, he was seventh. Tyler Canine is eighth. Easton McCormick ninth. That, that third place really bumped him up a bunch. He's over his dad, Ashley McCormick, right now in 10th. And Ashley is tied with Connor Herrick for 10th place, but Connor's got the lower throwout. Independent buggy. um, Bender. Bender is still in really good position here. So he's got 301 total points. TJ Williams has 295. If you include the drop, um, he's got a five-point lead. So it's 202 to 197. Um, Dalton Conrad's TQ and win, though, does pick him up all the way to third. Jake Poteet right now is fourth. One point off of Dalton. Logan Prismanis. Um, is fifth. Uh, John Haas is sixth. Justin Steby is seventh. Connor Hausch is eighth. Andrew Thomas is ninth. And Trevor Moss is tenth. And he's tied with Keaton Ratty. But Keaton um, Keaton has the next lower point, so that's why he's in 11th place. Other notables back there, uh, Darren Ryder right now is 12th, only one point off of that battle for tenth. And then Jana Pevler is only a few points back as well. And there are 39 independent stock buggies eligible right now for her prizes. Um, Mod two wheel Vanderbeek has 201 points with the drop. Drew Ruben King has 197. Um, so it's not over. Drew needs to finish in front of Alex uh, at some point to make this go to round five. Um, Ethan Dallaire is third. Mason Herrick. Uh, Wasn't there, so his first two scores keep him fourth. And then you are fifth, and you were tied with Aiden Olsen, and you've got the better throwout. Riley right now is seventh, Owen Vanderbeek is eighth, Brandon Carney is ninth, and Tom Smith is tenth. And Tommy, Brandon, Tommy, and Mitchell are all tied back there for ninth, tenth, and eleventh. So it all goes down to throwout scores, which is why they are where they are. 40 plus mod. um, I have 202 with the drop. Max got 199. So I only have a three-point lead. Um, Mac got a TQ and second in the first one. So uh, basically, I need to lose um, next round for sure uh, to keep this going to round five. So, it's not over by any means. Um, Tom Smith is third. Max got a little gap on him. Brent Riley is fourth. Um, everybody's separated by a couple points here now. So Brent, David Peavler, Ken Peterson, Brian Burnt, David Fast, John Beredin, and Brian Cox are tied back there for ninth and tenth. And McMullen is only a couple points back um, for that one. Four wheel drive mod is a little tighter. Alex Vanderbeek, uh, that third place that he got to Drew's first place, uh, really tightened that back up. So Alex has 201. Drew's got 199. They got a gap over Aiden Olson with 196. Then Nate Sutherland, who wasn't there, still sitting fourth. Um, Owen Vanderbeek, fifth. Ethan Dallaire, sixth. Mason Herrick, Caden Berry, and Tom Smith and Brandon Carney. Uh, Dustin and Mitchell are just a few points off of that 10th place. Uh, Logan Prismanis, He's got three TQ and wins, so 202 points with, without, with the drop, 303 points with no drops. Um, Matt Robinson at 197, so five points back, but the gap without the drops is like 11. Matt, John Haas, and Tyler Fleming are each one point apart for second, third, and fourth in mini-truggy. So that's going to be a dogfight until the end. Uh, Jake Poteet also in that mix, um, only one point back there in fifth. Then Ronnie went, Bryson Pavel, uh, Kurt Benson, they weren't there. Boy, we could have had another really big day if all these people that were, that were gone weren't there. Holy crap.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah.
0: Chad Erman, ninth, and Jake Conrad right now running 10th. Uh, Dylan Haas is two points off of Jake for uh, that 10th and final um, spot. Actually, Dylan, Josh Benson, and Tim Sutherland are all tied, and they're only two points off of 10th place. So it's still pretty tight for the top 10. Uh, Plexbeck. Um, Grace and Stevie with 202. Ryan Nemec, who wasn't there, with 199. Ariana Smith right now is third. And she is tied with Emily Bagley for third place. Then a pretty big gap back to Eichler, Alex Eichler, Isabella McMullen, whoa, and Sawyer Haley and Bentley Ratty. Holy crap, this is crazy. Fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth all have 190 points. There's a four-way tie.
1: Wow.
2: That's yeah, pretty insane.
0: That is insane.
2: You hardly ever hear about that in Plexback.
0: Yeah. You know? And then Levi Roth is ninth, only one point off of that 190. And then Lily Kaziski is 10th. That's pretty cool. That's going to be nuts. I hope that figures itself out soon because a four-way tie is going to suck having to explain to people how that works.
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs>
1: hmm?
0: Hmm? oh yeah do you have one alright let's get to comments and then let's get out of here I'm hungry Okay. I, haven't, I haven't eaten anything all day I'm, well my sister made me a turkey sandwich but that was about it John Haas and Steve RC were the first ones on here um, boy more, more people like Major Melon than I than, than I knew about that's that Mountain Dew flavor that I got from my wife
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um, Cody Moser said you were kind of quiet, but I think I think we got that figured out. Oh, Okay, good. Yeah. Anthony Santee also heard someone in the pit say that I sprayed molasses on the track. The rumor mill, man, brutal. Uh, John Haas is like, yeah, I find it kind of funny because I know your routine and that you're set in your ways.
2: I could I couldn't believe that. Like, what kind of what kind of dumb shit stuff is this? <laughs> Like, who would think that?
0: And again, molasses. Could you imagine how expensive that would be? Well, my parents used to get molasses for, uh, oh, I bet you I know why. It just dawned on me why I bet you that the rumor started.
2: I, I saw the photo. What photo? Buckets. Yeah, the buckets. Yeah, the molasses it buckets. It just dawned on That's me a, why that would be. I, w- I, I wasn't going to say anything on the show, but yeah, I saw the photo of the buckets. Going Do you know on.
0: where the buckets came from?
2: No, the buckets came
0: from Armageddon two years ago. Okay. Armageddon, Armageddon, the, uh, uh, the Arma promo we did. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so it would, uh, the owner, Ken, he saw a video of how they set up the, um, uh, the sumo table where they made a big circle and then they had buckets underneath of it to hold it up. Right. Well, he got the buckets from Rotella's bread. For free. He didn't pay a thing for him. So Rattelos just gave him all these buckets of, of molasses. Buckets. Empty buckets of Empty molasses. Empty buckets of molasses. It just dawned on me where that came from. Now it all makes sense. Now I don't feel that the person's as much of a moron. Because now you're like, where'd these molasses buckets come from? Well, Alex must have sprayed the track with, with, with 12 buckets of molasses.
2: I wasn't gonna fuel, fuel the fire as you know you, you say that but yeah there's a photo there's a photo going around of the molasses buckets oh my
0: god that's not where yeah so anyways again pull your head out of your butt ask next time and I'll tell you no I did not spray molasses on the track we got the molasses buckets for free to hold up the sumo table from the bread company here in town.
2: What a load of molasses!
0: Well, because I was just about to say, like my parents, when they owned the bakery, they would they would get molasses in buckets, and I remember how expensive it was in 1990. It just it just dawned on me as we were talking why why somebody would think that now. So now I don't think that that person's near as stupid, whoever it is. Uh do the paper airplane commercial from The Office when you were talking about Molex? Nah, yeah, <laughs> maybe in
1: the
0: Don Tolbert says, uh, hello from Alaska. Thanks, Will, with the, with the help on the Nitro Stadium truck. Yeah, no problem. My son was on here. He was at work, so hopefully he wasn't on here watching the whole thing. Um, you guys were talking about the boys. Andrew's, Andrew Barrett said, I just uh, finished the, the most recent season last night. Love that show.
2: Uh, I, we're, we're working on the boys right now.
0: Jason Haley says, is Batman not real? The, the Batman show. Gotham? Gotham's a good show, but...
2: No, what I was saying was, like, Batman is, like, like it seems like it could be, like, something that could happen. Like, nobody's got superpowers, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I like about Batman, because he's
0: Batman. John Haas says, you look 15 years older with your computer. Thank you. <laughs> Riley Filbert said, Will looks super clear. He just has to move the fishbowl out of the way. Yeah. Uh Anthony Santi says traction got better and better as the day went on wasn't ready for the amount of traction in the mains though. Yeah there there was like it just it just increased the whole day.
2: I got out there with my two wheels like oh got to learn how to every every round of the summer series when we get up there for the main everybody in mod two wheels like oh got to learn how to drive again like yeah. it's it's uh, it's entirely different from what we qualify on.
0: Mhm steve rc in the chat talking about how emerson or not emerson his kid um alex um took himself out in the main but the one thing about these kids they gotta they gotta learn how to put whatever happens in the race behind them you know i mean i used to do this i would have one wreck and i'd focus on that wreck for the rest of the race where you just have to be like, well, oh, that just happened. Just put it behind you and, and try to always move forward.
2: Yeah. To, uh, Peter Renault's comment. Do you guys have Wendy's breakfast baconators out there? I wonder if he's talking about that time I was talking about the breakfast eaters. Dude, I haven't had one of those in so long.
0: I'm never up early enough to get good food anymore like that. <laughs> yeah. I love me. I- I love me a good McMuffin.
2: Not me. I usually don't eat anything.
0: Yeah. I'm not a morning eater. I used to, so in high school, this is way off track, but in high school, uh, Ken would, Ken would give me a ride. Um, not, not Ken, the owner, but a different Ken, uh, one of my friends. Anyways, Mm -hmm. he would give me and Dan, we'd all all kind of carpool together. So we didn't have to take the bus. And, uh, he'd always stop at, at BK in the morning and, and get those croissants breakfast witches or whatever and Mm -hmm. Burger King breakfast sandwich for sandwich. Yeah. But Burger King food in general is not my favorite, but especially their breakfast, not my favorite. Oh God. But I, but I'd always, I'd always buy it anyways. And, And because they were, they were there. So I'm like, well, I might as well get something. So I'd get it. And then every single time by like first period, I'd have to basically poop my pants. So, and I hated going to the bathroom at school but for a while there, that was the routine, and so and I never say no. I'd always be like, "I'll be fine this time." But then my first period, oh crap! I got to go to oh, I got to go to the bathroom. and I'd like run to the bathroom. Yeah. So I just no. That kind of stopped me from eating in the morning. Was those experiences? It's kind of like when I when I I've told the story here before. where I've sneezed. I sneezed the way I sneezed because I had a bad experience in junior high where I sneezed and like a whole bunch of snot came out and like dribbled down. And I, I think I was able to hide it. But ever since then, I was like, there's no way I'm ever let that happen again. It's kind of like that too. I try not to eat in the morning if I can help it.
2: Yeah. I usually, usually break the windows in the house every time I sneeze. It's pretty loud. And yeah. You've been around me when I sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Oh man. There's one time I sneezed so hard. My glasses fell off. I come from a long line of proud sneezers.
0: I used to, uh, I used to have. I don't think I'm as bad anymore, but for a while there, along with the anxiety that I that I developed a little bit, I used to be very very nervous before races, like like crippling nervous. Mm-hmm. And so I'd always try to find ways to to calm me down. So that's why I'd, you'd always see me with headphones and my head down because I'm tr- especially if I'm doing well because I was trying to like just zone out, not think about anything coming up. And I and I, I that used to be a way for me to get through the day before the mains so that I could perform well. But then the crazy thing is, is once, once I got out there and drove a lap or two, then the nerves are gone. It was so weird how that would happen. But leading up to it, I used to get just crazy nervous, like just not, I didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. I used to, and then I learned uh, that if I ate anything in the morning at all, or actually if I ate anything at all during the day, it would make it worse.
2: I don't eat until before the mains, like do all the qualifying. And then like when we're done with qualifying, then I'll have something. Mm. So that's the only time I ever eat anything at the track.
0: The first hobby Haven race that I, not the one with when Jason was there in 2009, but the next couple of years when we went back and I, I won those two in a row, I think it was 11 and 12 maybe, but I remember not eating anything at all the whole time. And then after, after we were done, then I would, we would go somewhere and I'd smash because I was starving, <laughs> but I couldn't eat yeah. anything because I'd, I, I would feel like my stomach would turn into knots and I'd, I'd be going to the bathroom a lot and just, it wasn't, it just wasn't a good thing. So I just, I learned not to eat anything, which I, I don't think is good for you. I think you need that to, to like think properly Live. and stuff too, though, yeah you know, so now I don't know, I don't, I don't really get like that anymore, but. But boy, I used to, I used to have terrible, uh, looking back on it now, like that's what it was too. I, I bet you if I had, if I had, uh, my, uh, quick fix beta blockers back in the early two thousands, I probably would have felt better throughout the mm-hmm. day, you know? I'm sure. Anyways, that's way off topic. Uh, what is the best email address for team associated to thank them for sponsoring the summer series? I think, I think the support at the website would be just fine. Don't you think it would, it would eventually get to the right people.
2: Yeah, I think so too.
0: John Haas said he sent one to the customer service and asked they forward to the proper department. Nice. Um, Steve RC isn't Saturday a truck race. It is. Um, it is a truck race. You're, you're totally right. I forgot about that. In fact, I almost forgot to make trophies. So I that was one of my errands I had to run today. I went to Crown, Crown Trophy and got top three for everybody. I Almost forgot. Nice. I think I have stock slash wrapped up. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna run it though because Emerson's gonna run and that it's such a stress reliever to be able to just drive into my son over and over and over again. Oh yeah. Um, Filbert did the 1.0 mod on his car. Uh, he wants to keep it a secret, but you just said so, so now it's not a secret. Uh. Santee says I missed the short course Tuesdays. Lots of fun times sort of misses the out, the outdoor track. Like I said, I miss it sometimes until it rains or until it's crazy hot. Because even though, even though it's crazy hot in, in our indoor track, you don't have the sun just beating down on you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Jake Conrad said Dylan was killing it in the B main. Uh, John Haas was a pretty proud dad there. Uh, Steve RC thinks he's starting to understand. Alex is driving his best late in the day. Is that helped by the track gaining more grip? Probably.
1: Yeah, pro-
2: I'd say so.
0: Speaking of rain, uh, Peter Renault's last two races were canceled for rain.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Peter, Peter. Um, John Haas says he had a great thirteen-five race with Don Drew's. I don't, I, I don't think John's met Don because <laughs> he hasn't been around. Until, oh yeah until the last uh. couple of weeks. So uh, Ben Dinger says Spark Zero is better than Baja Blast.
2: Bold words, friend. I
0: think Spark Zero is another Mountain Dew flavor. Mm. The Baconators.
2: I, I always get Baja Blast whenever I go to Taco Bell. Is if you went to Taco Bell and didn't get Baja Blast, did you really go to Taco Bell?
0: They used to have Kickstart and they got rid of their Kickstart when there was a Kickstart shortage. Uh, Taco Bell got rid of their fountain kickstarts. Their fountain kickstarts were amazing,
2: dude. There's this Taco Bell I went to in Fort Collins uh, that is in a house. Really? I'll send you a picture of it. It's the it's like the Taco Bell house of Fort Collins. You can Google it. Like there's some story behind it, and I took a picture of the placard thing so I could read it later. I still haven't read it, but we saw it. We drove by it going to one place, and then I was like, uh, they, uh, my wife and my sister in law saw it. And uh, I was like, we have to stop there. I know we just ate, but I have to eat something from there. And so we stopped there. I got a uh, $2 burrito and a Baja Blast. Happy hours, like three bucks. And then ate inside. It's, it's a house. It's a, it's a dang house.
0: I'll, I'm going to look it up. When we get done here, I'm going to look it up. Uh, okay, here we go. Back into the molasses thing. Uh, David's like, what a molasses journey. <laughs> 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 Peter's track uses molasses. Here's the deal. If, if, it, if we had an outdoor track, and I was trying to have the track be similar to an indoor track, we probably could try it. Dude, I bet you, I guarantee you, that if, if our track was outdoors still, that I would, mm-hmm. I would have used sugar for the Nats.
2: We'd have had, we'd have had to have done something, because the cars don't work on loose outdoor no right. more. So.
0: Super Chat. Peter just uh, $5 Super Chatted us in Canadian money.
2: Nice, it's like $40. So as they say in Canada, Peace Out.
0: He says it didn't even rain for the second one. It was just supposed to. So they canceled it. Yeah, I hate it. That was the worst part about being an outdoor track was you look at the forecast and be like, oh, crap. And then normally it was somewhat right. But then every once in a while you'd, you'd cancel and then nothing would happen that day and you'd feel really stupid. But, but there's just nothing you could do about it because you have to go by what the forecast is.
2: Yeah. I remember every time you and I would try to ride, go to Hadar together, it would rain. Yeah. We would rain them out because we planned on going to race at Hadar.
0: Exactly. Uh, I think that's it That's all we got But summer series and we're not going to be here next week So hopefully that'll get you guys in Yeah Get you your fix I'm excited to race Slash next week It's going to be fun Or this week, Saturday
2: Is Emerson going to race his truck or just yeah. Slash?
0: Uh, probably both, he might race both I don't know, I think he, I mean, he has to work obviously So it just depends on what he feels like
2: Yeah, I'll probably end up taking a week off I want to get, try to get this trail 70 done
0: I'm going to post pictures of my room that I worked on last night. Now that I got that done, I feel I feel confident for getting uh, starting after hours again here pretty soon. Once again, uh, this show brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. Find them at pivotlending.com. Make sure you mention our show to Don Zoller or Aiden Wilson's dad. And uh, if you go through the homeowner or uh, refinance, $500 lender credit or .125 off your interest rate. And uh, we'll be back. That's the deal, my friends. That's the deal. Uh, no show next week because we were supposed to have today off but since it was a summer series weekend we decided to do today and take next week off so next week no show yep no show no show i'm gonna be i'm gonna be fishing all right we gotta go i'll see you later okay all
2: right bye thanks for watching everybody
0: bye thank you